Good morning, good morning. Thank you so much for joining me. This is the podcast God's Holy Word. I'm your lovely host Leslie Sullivan and today is episode 79 and we are going to discuss equality and how this comes from God's Holy Word. And if you hear landscapers outside, that is exactly what that is. For some reason, they're using a lot of leaf blowers today, which I'm not a fan of because it affects my allergies. But anyway, and if I hack or sneeze, it's because I'm still getting over a little bit of a cold, but it's getting better every day. So anyway, I thought I would do a podcast about equality and where that stems from. And let me close this door real quick so that way it buffers the sound of that lovely leaf blower. Okay, so here's the thing: there is equality from God's holy word. And we know that there is equality there because of God's love for us and his love for mankind. Now, love for mankind refers to two things here. Well, at a minimum, it refers to two things here. Mankind is both men and women. So it applies to us equally. So it's not just men have value, but women also have value. Now, being that women have value, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that men have less value than women. just the opposite it's equality the reason why there is equality and the reason why it comes from god's holy word not from the equal employment office or some washington dc bureaucrat memo it actually comes from god's holy word and the reason why we know this is because number 1 god is love god is true jesus loves us he died for all of us not just men not just women not just whites not just blacks not just america not just france you know not just australia not just the middle east not just israel jesus died to save all of us from our sins that's also where we get our equality it's from god's holy word and it's also from the actions of our lord of our lord jesus christ excuse me i also have a cough drop in my mouth so here's the thing the equality we can see that it starts from genesis And we know that because God created us in his image. He created us male and female, not male male and female female. So obviously, one of the reasons why there are problems with lack of equality in our country and I'm speaking in regards to the United States. The reason why we have lack of equality is because people have tried to take mankind and very successfully so. They've tried to take mankind out of the goodness of God and try and and remove God as far away from people as possible. And so the further you get away from God, the less holier you are. That's why we are supposed to run to God, not run away from him. So one of the biggest reasons why we have all this these different forms of discrimination is because number 1, not as many people believe in God unless they're like under fire in a gopher hole or something. Also people are not going to church like they're supposed to. Number 3, they're not going to a good church. They they might be going to like a wrath of god brow beating kind of church or maybe they're involved in a cult, for example, Mormonism, um extreme forms of church of Christ like wrath of god you're going to hell or um some of these wrath of god baptist churches. And there are other Christian churches. I don't know all their names, but You know these these churches there's hot pockets of them basically and they're spread out across the United States and in other countries so it's not just in the United States that some of these churches that are very radical are a problem because some of these radical churches are not originally from the United States some of them are from overseas 
So sometimes people immigrate here with their own little religious theology or their own little religious ideas, but it's not always a very godly perspective of how to draw people to Christ and help them get saved. And it's not always a very godly way of living a life in the United States because we are one nation under God. We are not one nation under multiple gods. We are not one nation under Washington DC. We are not one nation under bureaucrats. We are not one nation under fascism. We are not one nation under Marxism. We are not one nation under communism. And we for sure are not one nation under socialism. You know, socialism, I call it creeping socialism. Um now it's kind of galloping. I would say because we've got some crazy liberal democrats in office. And I don't just mean the presidency. I mean like even in the House of Representatives, senators, things like that, and even just within your own home states. Like maybe your governor is not always that great. Here in Oklahoma, we have a really good governor. He is really good. Some other states, I'm not so sure about that. Sometimes these governors, if they don't understand that equality is for everybody, not just your political party, then that poses a big problem. And we saw that during COVID-19 when some of the nuttiest governors that were so extreme, so oh gosh, ir- irrational, um they were Democrats. And they were trying to prevent people from worshiping. They're trying to prevent people from seeing their families. Um they didn't even want people being able to go out and buy furniture if they needed to. Like it was it was ridiculous like trying to control people's lives not only outside the home but in the home. Like that's ridiculous and that's a very tyrannical government. But see, here's the thing. You know, these elected officials, they're just that. They are elected. Well, who is electing them? Basically people that think what they're doing is great. So, here's the thing. You can get mad all day and all night at your elected officials and not like them because of something they said, they did or maybe just because of the party they're in, but here's the thing, the reason why those people that you that you may or may not like are in office is because someone thought they were great and voted for them. So the problem is not or the root of the problem is not necessarily the person that has been elected to office. It's whoever elected them, excuse me, it's whoever elected them and their thinking. And the reason why I bring this up in regards to equality is that There are so many people that are liberals and democrats that don't believe in God. They may be atheists, agnostics or, you know, fallen away Christians, whatever the case may be. They they toot their horn about inclusivism, but when it comes down to it, they don't believe in being inclusive whatsoever. They practice discrimination almost on a daily basis. They're very tyrannical and they live they basically have a religion of politics and promoting an agenda all the time. as opposed to worshiping the one true god see whatever your mind is on and whatever you believe in that is your god that's why here in the united states you know we we were founded as one nation under god that doesn't mean that religion is in charge of everything in our country it means that god is in charge of our country because we worship him freely but here's the thing when people don't believe that we are one nation under god anymore then what do they think we are a nation of well here's the thing the further we get away from god and the more people don't want to acknowledge that we are one nation under god then that's when you have all these different political theories like critical race theory which is straight out of the depths of hell that's where these things pop up because now that has become you know for example critical race theory has become the department of education's god 
Like they basically worship that theory and they think it's great and it has all the answers, it has all the solutions. If anything, critical race theory is one of the biggest problems that has ever hit our schools, our public schools. Now, I don't know if critical race theory is being taught in private school. I doubt it because typically public schools are not that stupid to teach something so stupid like that. Cuz public schools, you know, typically they they let me take this back or reword this. Private schools typically they want the best possible education for their students. So they know that age 18 and younger those are the formation years in terms of developing a child's education like like basically the groundwork. So then they are ready to go to college and then they can understand these theories that are going to be thrown out them when they go to college, but if they don't have a firm foundation then they are not going to know what is factual and what is theory. So one of the reasons why the liberal left is all for things like critical race theory being taught in our public schools for little kids is they want the kids to be brainwashed and indoctrinated and to believe that hatred is the way to go and it is not and critical race theory is a very hateful form of hatred. So here's the thing, they are trying and doing everything they can and very successfully, you know, at this point, they're brainwashing kids in critical race theory, but these kids don't understand there's a difference between theory and basically practicum, right? Like there's a difference between a theory and a fact. A theory is something that someone just thought of and said, "Hey, this might be an answer or or a solution, but it's not factual. Like it's not black and white yes and no. Like for example, a theory is just something that you can choose to believe or choose to deny. Here's here's something that's not a theory. Like for example, antibiotics. Antibiotics are not a theory, it's factual. When you take those pills, the the bacteria in your body it's getting a beating and you will survive you know the the pneumonia or the bronchitis whatever the case may be because those pills are guaranteed to rid you of that bacterial infection a theory is just kind of interpretive antibiotics are not interpretive but here's the thing little kids i would say especially age 14 and younger or 12 and younger they don't have a clear understanding yet you know the difference between what theory is and what facts are because kids are supposed to be taught the facts so that by the time they grow up and they are more developed especially in their brain then they have the critical thinking skills to figure things out for themselves but when children are younger they do not have all the critical thinking skills that they need to understand the difference between facts and theory so here's the thing being that these kids are not being raised right they're not going to understand for example where exactly equality where equality comes from a lot of these stupid liberal young people and i'm not old i'm 39 but there's so many teeny boppers that are liberal crazy democrats at these colleges these days they think they've got all the answers and all they're doing is quoting all these theories that were thought up by these very hateful atheist or agnostic intellectuals that don't really value the human race. Well, why would you want to read or believe what they say when typically they don't believe in God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit? They typically hate the United States, but they love money. So they want to promote communism, but yet they want capitalism so that way they can, you know, they can have money in their pocket. They don't care that you don't have any money in your pocket, but they want your money in their pocket. See, that's greed. See, here's the thing. It's better to teach people to teach kids, I should say, the facts of life, 
have a firm foundation, just have it be black and white, yes and no, like teaching the alphabet, teaching how to read and write. They need to learn how to do cursive. They've taken that out of schools. That's horrible. They need to know and understand the complete history of the United States. Not these stupid theories, but they need to know the entire history of their own country. There's so many kids, especially these kids are going to college these days, they don't understand the history of the United States because they're not being taught the facts. All they're really being taught is what these liberals, um these messed up people that are teachers that don't like the United States, they're just indoctrinating anybody and everybody's kid that's in their class. That is not the role of a teacher. A teacher is not supposed to indoctrinate. It is only to teach and present the material and the child will form their own conclusions because that's what it means to have free will. That's what it means to be an individual. But here's the thing, these liberals and democrats and these progressives, they don't believe in equality. They don't believe that people are equal, but God does. Isn't that very interesting that these liberals and democrats they don't really believe equality um applies to everybody but yet they don't even believe in god typically or and they don't like god they hate god and they've turned against him but yet here's the thing god believes you know in equality because he created equality see because here's the thing everybody on the face of this earth is equal to each other we're equals whether male female white black american french serbian australian you know I, I what's it called Iranian or whatever we're all equals it's just that we have different lives to live but the liberal left who is very anti-christian anti-church anti-god they they toot their horn that they are the ones that are inclusive but yet they are the ones that are causing so many of these problems and yet they don't read the bible they don't believe in the bible And so that's why they don't have peace in their life. That's why they don't have love in their heart, and that's why they don't go to church. That's why they don't believe in God, and that's why they don't walk with Jesus every day of their life. I mean, think about it. if these crazy liberal nutbags would just pick up a Bible, read the whole thing and hopefully a good translation, and actually understand the love of Jesus Christ, I guarantee you they wouldn't be crazy liberal nutbags anymore. They'd be like, "Whoa, I've I've been living a hateful kind of weird life and thinking that the the world's gone to crap when anything sorry excuse my language that the world's gone down the tubes when if anything if something's not right in this world god gave us free will and the ability to correct the issues but not to be mean about it you know we own on man nothing but to love him that's from the bible so whenever someone does you wrong yes they can piss you off excuse my language but you're supposed to love that person That doesn't mean you like them. That doesn't mean that you allow them to walk all over you. That doesn't mean that you become a doormat. It means that you don't take offense all the time. Well, see, here's the thing. That's all these liberals and these progressives and some of these Democrats do. They're just getting offended all the time. I'm offended. I'm offended. I'm offended. Well, what is that doing for you? Is that helping your life? Is that helping your kids? Is that helping your marriage? Is that helping your community? Is that helping your city? Is that helping your state? Is that helping your country? No. We have a huge problem with people walking around offended all the time. Like it's like people are just on edge and they're just irritated all the time. What happened to peace and joy? Well, guess what? If you don't believe in God and if you don't believe in the Bible and you don't read the Bible, you're not going to have peace and you're not going to have joy. 
You're basically going to have whatever the evil one thinks that should be in your life and he wants to destroy your life. Because all the devil does, his goal is to steal, kill and destroy. I mean, look at how miserable so many people are. That's why these liberals, I would think the best gift that you can give them would be a Bible. Give them a Bible. Don't beat them over the head with it, but that's probably what they think you're going to do to them, but just say, "Hey, read this and let me know what you think." And really read it. Chapter by chapter, let me know what you think. What do you like? What do you love? What do you disagree with? And you know, let God speak to you. But here's the thing, if you give a person like a liberal or a progressive a Bible and say, "Oh, well, this is what you need because you're the problem." Here's the thing. The person is not the problem. It's what they believe in. That's the problem. They have believed in a false indoctrination. Okay, it's the lies of the devil that that are the problem. It's not the individual. Yes, they made a choice to believe it, but you know, if someone doesn't know the truth of Jesus Christ, you know, of course they're going to believe in something that's not right and that's not good for them. You know what I mean? Like some people they they need additional help to understand the love of Jesus Christ because they may not have experienced very much love in their life at all. And so when someone does not experience very much love in their life, they're not going to understand that equality is actually biblical and it comes from God. It does not come from government. It does not come from Washington DC. It did not come from the 60s or 70s or from the feminist movement. It actually comes from God. I mean, Isn't it very interesting that the devil has got us, you know, has got so many people believing that oh, we thought of equality. We don't need God. We thought of that. The arrogance of that. The arrogance of that. See, that's why these different forms of indoctrination that that's why they are so dangerous because if something separates you from God, even if it seems like something that's that's good and true, or if it seems like yeah that's a great movement you know that that's a great activist thing i want to be a part of that pump the brake if it separates you in any way from god it is not holy and if something is not holy you should not be participating in it at all you need to walk away from it even even if it seems like a really great deal and i say this even to preachers let's say you're preaching at a church and they want you to stay and they're promising this huge big raise but something just doesn't feel or sound right. You need to take that up with God and ask him about it. You just because something looks like, you know, it, you know it's a feast and a banquet, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that the food is good for you and that you should partake in that. Because God might have something way better for you. Because God knows everything. He knows the behind the scenes. We do not. You know, God gave us free will, right? So he gave us the ability to go to him and ask for wisdom, but he also gave us the free will and the ability to walk away. And so I got, you know, the free will and the ability to walk away and say, "Oh, I got this. I don't need you." Even though that's not true, we do need him. He gave us free will to do that. Because God wants people that want him. And that that's key there, because if you think you don't need God, you know then then all you're going to do is look for all these other things to help take the place of god whether it's political theory modern medicine science 
transgenderism, inclusivism. I mean, you're going to find something to fill the void in your life when the only thing that should fill your heart and your soul is Jesus. It should be Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and it should be the God of Abraham. See, because here's the thing, equality, it's right there in the Bible. But what some people will say, because I've heard this before and kind of a, I'm paraphrasing what they're saying, but they say, you know, there's some people that think that God is horrible, he's against people, and they, they quote a lot of stuff from the Old Testament. I'm like, well, do you actually understand what you're reading? That's the first thing I ask. Do you actually understand what you're reading? And some people get offended when I say that, but I mean it genuinely. I'm like, do you actually understand what you're reading? See, because here's the thing. The Old Testament, especially the Torah, it is a, well, all of the Bible is a historical document, and it is a living, breathing word. So it is alive, it is relevant, it is good, and it, and it is true. The Old Testament is very much, I would say, a documentary and historical facts of what happened during biblical times. And back in those days, God could could get very angry and punish people. God can still get angry to this day if he if he chose to. I'm not saying he doesn't, but I'm just saying that, you know, the Old Testament, those days are different than New Testament days and post-New Testament days, which is what we're living in now. The in the Old Testament, whenever someone messed with God's people, he took them out. Why wouldn't he? He's a good heavenly father who loves his children. Of course, he's going to defend his children. I mean, you know, let's say for example, you know, you have a child and there's some new kid that, you know, some new family that moved into the neighborhood and their their child is a spoiled rotten brat and just beat the crap out of your kid. Excuse my language. Just beat your kid to a pulp for no reason. It was a totally unprecedented fight. And the kid is bigger than your kid. So your kid comes running home. He's crying. He's got blood on his face. And he's telling you what happened. What are you going to do, you know, in regards to what your kid is saying? Are you going to say, oh, I can't get angry. I can't help you. Well, you know, you know, did you practice inclusivism? Because if you had practiced inclusivism, maybe the new neighbor's kid, maybe, maybe he wouldn't have hit you. Maybe it's your fault. I seriously doubt as a parent you're going to say that. If anything, the husband's going to go down there and tell those parents, especially the dad, he's probably going to tell them, okay, look, your kid just beat up my kid really bad. Really bad. So here's the thing. Either you can discipline your kid or I'm going to kick your butt. You, you, you correct this right here, right now. And we are not going to have this problem again because the next time your kid does something, Every time your kid does something, I'm going to do to you what your kid did to my kid. Because we don't do that in this town. See, that's the thing. As a parent, you love your child. And it pains you, it hurts you, and it angers you when someone hurts your child. That is why God did what he did in the Old Testament. That's why whenever people say, oh, God's a hateful God, look what he did. That's why I say... Have you actually read the Old Testament? Have you read the Bible? And do you actually understand what you read? Do you actually understand why God did what he did? And he still could do today. I know that God handles my enemies. I know he handles them. I've never seen him blow them up like Sodom and Gomorrah. But he has handled some really bad people in my life. 
And some people have actually apologized to me for what they did. I'm like, there is a God and he is good. Like I just love that. It's so nice when people take responsibility for what they do, especially when what they did was very immoral and very unjust. But see here's the thing. If you don't read God's holy word, and if you if you don't know it or believe it or understand it, then who are you to give anybody advice about Christianity or morals or values? I mean, it just makes no sense to me. You know, cuz I think a lot of people they you know, they they put down the Bible, but yet they they expect to feel better about themselves. I'm like, you cannot put down God's holy word and expect to have a great and wonderful life. Like that's not how it works. Like you don't do great something that's holy and then go, "Oh, I'm going to have a great life" and then wonder why it doesn't work out like that. It it just doesn't happen that way. So here's the thing. I can always tell when I'm dealing with or working with a liberal or a democrat or a progressive because typically they're not Christian. They don't believe in Jesus unless something bad happens to them. Like like they don't think that Jesus is relevant until they actually need something. They basically rub their little I need Jesus rub a gene uh, have a genie lamp kind of thing. And God will help them. You know, if they cry out, he'll help them, but you know, it's better to have a relationship with Jesus your entire life, not just when you have something really funky or terrible happen. Because God wants us to be happy every day of our life, not just when we not just when we get out of trouble or something or when we've been healed. You know what I mean? Like here's the thing, the stronger your relationship is with Jesus Christ, the less likely you are to have all these terrible hardships. And then when you do have something funky happen in your life, it's easily fixable because God's handling it for you. But if you think that God doesn't exist and that he doesn't love you and you hate him, you literally have tied his hands because God cannot work with a hateful person. God does not reward evil behavior. God does not reward or bless evil people. It may look like he does, but that's not true. You know, there's some people that will use, you know, the the excuse that well, you know, there's all these rich people in Hollywood and some of their pedophiles. Here's the thing. So a lot of those people are getting their money in ill-gotten ways. So that's not God blessing them. That's them making money in a very evil basically satanic manner. I mean, you can make money whether in a good way or a bad way, but just because someone makes money in a bad way, like for example off of sex tra- trafficking or drugs or things like that God's not blessing their life or their income they're making money in a very unholy manner and that greatly disappoints God so here's the thing if those people that are making money in a very i would say immoral and unholy manner if they were to do things God's way they could actually be way richer <laughs> if they would do things God's way but because They think they don't need God, don't like God, or don't believe in God. Of course, they're going to do things their way because they think that they are the be-all and end-all, and they are not. Only God is the be-all and end-all. But if you don't believe and read in God's holy word, you're not going to know those things. And so, if you don't know about the love of Jesus Christ and the love of our Heavenly Father, then you're not going to know that yes, God does get angry. 
But he is not a fickle finger of fate God. He's not a hateful God. He is a just God. And the reason why he is a just God is because he promises to love his children always, just like a parent loves their child. I mean, that's just how it is. That's what it means when it says the love of our Heavenly Father. It's not the love of being spiritual. It's not the love of New Age crystals. You know, it's not the love of Mother Earth, which is pagan to say that and to think that way. It is. There is no Mother Earth. That That's just a stupid 1960s Woodstock kind of slogan. I wish people would stop saying that and stop believing in that because... You know, here's the thing. You're making that phrase your God, and that's not right. There is only one God, and that is the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, and the God of Joshua. So whenever you're trying to substitute God with something else, you're basically using words as a weapon against the very God that loves you, created you, and wants to provide for you. You know, this planet can't bless you. You want to know why? Because it's not God. It's it's not um it's not something that can actually bless your life. Only God can do that. And the reason why is because God created the earth for us. But the earth doesn't create things for us. Only God does that. So if you have this mindset, oh mother earth this, mother earth that, You've basically become a pagan, like almost like a wicked, <laughs> which is not a very smart thing to do. It's actually evil to do that. And so, you know, whenever you start participating in these different ways of thinking that are not holy and they are not just, you're basically destroying your rights that were promised to you by God because you're not believing in God. So then when you don't believe in God, guess what? You don't have equality. You don't have women's rights. You don't have men's rights. You don't have the blessing. You don't have the favor of God. You don't have prosperity. It's like, why would you throw all those things out when God has promised them to you? You know what I mean? Like, why are you walking away from God's promises on your life? It makes no sense to me. But that is what people are doing whenever they place an indoctrination before God. You know, the Bible is very clear. Thou shalt not have any gods before me. Why? Because God is the one true God. So it's one of those things that, you know, if you don't know God's holy word, then you're not going to know when you're being told a lie by the world. Because the world can come up with all these different theories that will pacify you, make you feel special, pat you on the head, pat you on the back and say, oh, we're inclusive. We agree with you. You're welcome here. You're safe here. But when it comes down to it, you don't really know what their true intentions are. Just because someone says they love you doesn't mean they love you, right? And just because someone says they like you, that doesn't mean they like you. You know what I mean? Like the proof is in the pudding. What do their actions say? Like, like you know, the actions and the words need to match. And what's what's awesome and beautiful, and I'll close with this, what's awesome and beautiful about God's holy word is that the words of the Holy Bible and the actions match. Because God is true. God is not one that should lie. He never lies. God never lies. The devil, always a liar. Always has been, always will be. So believe the truth. 
turn away from all these funky ways of thinking like the government you know you know what I find interesting is that whenever I'm filling out a job application and the and there's all these stupid forms you have to fill out for the federal government or whatever about your race your gender your marital status and you know they make these promises about equal employment opportunity which is it's dumb i mean there really isn't equal opportunity in atwell states unfortunately you know even though you're filling out that stuff it's just not the same and i'm not saying that non atwell states are better if anything they discriminate way more and they get away with it because they have very powerful unions in their state and they practice discrimination all the time if you need or want to know evidence of that just listen to my other podcast the endurance of labor laws because we go through a whole lot of labor unions on that one and we talk about the different federal agencies within the federal government and there's just kind of rampant discrimination and rampant uh fraud and wasteful spending that it's just like you got to be kidding me And then we wonder why there's inflation. Well, here's the thing. If those people would read the Bible instead of just, you know, thinking they're the be all in all because they have a government job, you know, if they would just read the Bible, they could totally help our country way more. Because we are one nation under God, but if you don't believe in God, then you're basically destroying your own nation and that makes no sense. Like why do that? Why destroy your nation when you can help bless it and build it up? See that's why it's so important to believe in God. It's so that you can be safe, secure, prosperous, blessed and healthy because that's what God promises us. Because we are his people, we are his children, but if you don't know who God is or if you deny who he is, then you're not going to know that you are a child of God and that that you were made in his image. That's why it's so important to know who you are in Christ Jesus. You know, ignorance is not always bliss. especially when it comes to your life and your happiness. I will go ahead and end this podcast, but as usual until next time, I pray that you're happy, healthy and whole, that you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Thank you so much. God bless and bye-bye.
Thank you.